Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. The following program is brought to you in living color. Hi, I'm Tony Figueroa, and welcome to another edition of This Week in TV History. As always, you could read my blog, childtotelevision.blogspot.com, or you could hear me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. Often on that show, hosted by Ed Robertson, you'll hear myself, my wife, Donna Allen Figueroa, talking about TV history, TV present, getting a chance to interview some of the people who brought TV to us over the decades. It's a lot of fun, and I really hope that you listen to the show. Uh, I hope also that you subscribe and like. There's all these buttons you can press over there. And please, give me thoughts, ideas, comments. I really love talking about TV, as you can plainly see, but I also want to know what you like, because I certainly would like to make this more of a conversation than a monologue, even though it's just me right here. Anyway, uh, recently we lost uh, a very talented uh, actor, Frank Bonner. Uh, Frank Bonner is probably always going to be best known for his role of Herb Tarlick Jr. on WKRP in Cincinnati. And even though he had an incredible career and played a lot of great characters, it's going to be Herb and everything else. That's how it goes. And if you have that one shot, I think you're way ahead of the game. Uh, but anyway, when we lose people like him, I tend to want to, you know, go through YouTube, look at some of their best work. And I started watching some WKRP episodes. Uh, I think when we look back at the history of this very funny and groundbreaking sitcom, there are some shows or episodes, as you say, that are just truly memorable. First one goes without saying, Turkey's Away, which was only a few episodes in on the series run. Uh, but later on, uh, they did some really good stuff, some of it very, very touching and groundbreaking. Uh, there was one called Alias uh, Gordon Sims, which was Venus Flytrap's backstory about him serving in Vietnam. And, uh, well, if you haven't seen it, watch it. But it was basically subject matter that really wasn't tackled on a sitcom. Uh, I don't think it was even tackled on dramatic uh, television for the most part at that particular time. Uh, there was also, I think, a very powerful uh, landmark episode uh, about the... Uh, concert back in December of 1979, uh, where several young people lost their lives because of something called festival seating. And uh, there is an episode which I don't think is on everybody's radar, but I, I found it very powerful. It is episode, uh, well, it was an episode that aired April 12, 1981, so 40 years ago this year, and it was called Clean Up Radio Everywhere. Uh, this particular episode guest starred a character actor named Richard Paul. Now, if the name doesn't ring a bell, I'm sure his face does. Uh, Richard Paul had a wonderful career playing a lot of Southern characters, even though he was born in Los Angeles. Uh, Richard Paul was on a series called Carter Country, which takes place in a fictional town called Clinton Corners, 
uh, in Georgia. Uh, it was the first time that there was a TV show named after a president. So yeah, the premise was that this town was very close to where President Jimmy Carter grew up. Uh, he played Jerry Falwell a couple of times, and he also played Jerry Falwell-like characters. Uh, he was very good at that. And he had a similar type of character on this particular episode of WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, Richard Paul played the minister in charge of a, let's say, a broadcasting watchdog group, let's call it, uh, called Curb, Cleanup Radio Broadcasting. And he was approaching Arthur Carlson, the big guy, Mr. Carlson on WKRP, uh, with uh, a proposal of saying, we're coming to Cincinnati to clean up radio, and your station is the first on our hit list. So uh, he presents Mr. Carlson with a list of songs and lyrics that they find dirty, inappropriate, something that people should not be listening to. And they feel that the public owns the airways, so we should clean the airways up. Now, Mr. Carlson reluctantly listens to what he has to say, but finds himself agreeing with some of the points that Dr. Bob Hilliard, the character's name, uh, brought up. He said that he would take it to his DJs, and he did present this list to Dr. Johnny Fever, played by Howard Hessman, Venus Plytrap, played by Tim Reed, and uh, the program director, Andy Travis, played by Gary Sandy. Now, they're looking through all of this material. Uh, Dr. Johnny Fever does not like the idea of some religious group telling him what he should play. Uh, Andy basically is calling it censorship, and Venus is going, well, there's, there's a point to be made, uh, you know, on radio and on television. My nieces saw a show that was uh, covering a topic that... You know, young kids should not be exposed to at that particular time. Uh, Johnny Fever brings up the point that it's not, I don't like this music, so I'm not going to listen to your station anymore. It's, I don't like this music. I don't want anybody listening to your station anymore, which is a huge difference. So, Mr. Carlson decides I'm going to play ball but then there's another list. So Mr. Carlson decides I need to approach Dr. Bob at his office. And he goes to sit down with the minister and says, you know, I appreciate uh, everything that you're doing here, but one of our DJs has some song lyrics he would like you to read. So we would know if this particular song would wind up on your hit list. And Dr. Bob opens the piece of paper and starts to read the song lyrics. And the lyrics are, imagine there's no heaven, it's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. Nothing to live for, nothing to live or die for, and no religion to. Imagine no possessions. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. Dr. Bob holds it up and says, sounds like communism to me. And Mr. Carlson is arguing that there are no dirty words in these song lyrics. And he says, no, but it says there's no heaven. He goes, no, imagine there's no heaven. Well, this is man's philosophy, not God's philosophy. 
And Mr. Carlson is saying, well, see, first you censor the words, and now you're censoring the ideas. Mr. Carlson leaves. Um, one of the reasons I like this particular episode is because we're showing the character of Arthur Carlson as somebody who has a lot more going for him. He's often the fumbling uh, station manager who... Uh, his receptionist, Jennifer Marlowe, played by the beautiful Lonnie Anderson, keeps him occupied while everybody else does the business of radio broadcasting. He would rather play with his toys, focus on his next fishing trip, but he is savvy on some things, and he is a person who has his own faith, let's say. So he was able to connect with Dr. Bob on that spiritual level, but have some serious disagreements. And... Uh, I'm somebody, when I'm watching TV shows, both new and old, I never like it when they make a character 100% incompetent, 100% of the time. I don't think nobody is that dumb. And if they are, well, you know, there's probably something else involved. But um, to have a character be stupid all the time, I, I just don't think is... Uh, entertaining and also it does not serve as the character or the actor playing the character. I certainly don't like it when you have characters that have an adjustable IQ for the sake of a joke. So we're going to dumb this character down in order to get a particular laugh. You know, all of a sudden this guy doesn't know how to spell his own name just to get a joke. Uh, I kind of like Andy Griffith's philosophy about the people in Mayberry that these characters might not be the smartest people, but they're not dumb. Uh, they are not dumb by any sense of the imagination. They are just not the most sophisticated bunch of folks. Uh, but they do have integrity. And if there was a joke that was at the expense of their integrity, it was more important to get rid of the joke and save the integrity. And so I wish other shows kept that. So every once in a while, Arthur Carlson shows that he's got a little bit more up here than, uh, than one might think. And he did, you know, confront uh, this minister on these points. Um, there's one last encounter with Dr. Bob Hilliard, and that's Dr. Bob coming back to the office after Mr. Carlson uh, said goodbye to another sponsor. And uh, he said, I don't know what good is coming out of this. You have sponsors leaving us, uh, livelihoods threatened. Uh, what good is happening here? And Dr. Bob apologized that he felt that way. Sorry, you feel that way. But uh, Mr. Carlson warned him. He said, you know what? You might have some broadcasters in town that will go along and play ball with you, but not the good ones. They're going to continue doing what they're going to do. And Dr. Bob said, well, I guess I'll just have to learn to love my enemies. And Mr. Carlson said, I hope you do, because you're not going to be able to trust your friends. Yeah, I think it's a very powerful episode for a number of reasons. Uh, one of them is kind of a personal story for me. I remember when this episode aired, uh, you know, first of all, you're reading the lyrics to the song Imagine, uh, less than six months after uh, John Lennon uh, was killed. And so reading those lyrics really, at that time when the show first aired, really did have an impact. Um, but also, 
I watched the episode at my dad's place in Puerto Rico when it first came on the air. And my dad's very conservative and will often uh, ask me why Hollywood is doing this. What's with the liberal media doing that? And we watched the show together. And at the end, he goes, you know, that was a good episode. Then a year later, I'm visiting my mom and her place in Lake Tahoe. Now, uh, the episode comes on. Richard Paul enters and my mom's going, oh, I hate him. He's horrible. And I go, why? And he goes, well, you know, he's just horrible. And I go, what do you got against Richard Paul? And she's going, who's Richard Paul? And I said, that's Richard Paul. And no, that's Jerry Falwell. I said, no, that's not Jerry Falwell. That's Richard Paul. And she looks at it and said, remember, he was on Carter Country. And, you know, once she realized it wasn't Jerry Falwell, she was uh, a little bit more amenable to watch the episode. But at the end, she said, that was a very good episode. Now, my parents never agreed on anything. They could not even stay together long enough for me to celebrate my first birthday. And the fact that these two people, very different people, agreed that this was a very good episode really sent a message to the younger me. Uh, but perhaps more importantly, you watch that episode now, and with one exception, and that is Mr. Carlson playing with an electronic baseball game that was very popular. I remember they had a race car game, they had a football game, and they had a baseball game. It was about the size of a pocket calculator, and you can manipulate all, all the uh, characters inside there. I mean, it was state-of-the-art for that particular time period. With the exception of that toy that he had in his hand, everything else that's playing out in that episode is relevant for today. The fact that there are watchdog groups that attack media. Um, I've written about them in my blog in the past. I don't need to give them time here. Uh, but there are those groups who, like Johnny Fever said, it's not that they don't like what you're broadcasting. We don't want to watch it. It's they don't like what you're broadcasting. We don't want anybody to watch it. Yeah, they still exist here. Uh, it's amazing. We're at this point now where we have multiple platforms, thousands of entertainment options, and things that we can watch when we want to watch. So everybody can enjoy whatever they want, whenever they want. And there's content that is being produced just for people with your tastes in mind. So why are there people still out there saying that shouldn't be on our airways? especially when they're not on our airways, they're streaming and you're paying for it. But still, those groups still exist. And that's why I think that show is still very relevant. That particular episode is still very relevant today. And we're going to pause right here, but we'll have more TV history right after this message. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous i'll put a link for that particular episode uh somewhere below here 
so you can watch the episode. I would love to get your two cents. If you're not familiar with this particular episode, please watch and give me your thoughts, ideas, opinions, criticisms. And of course, like, subscribe, or wherever they are. And uh, yeah, give me ideas for upcoming episodes. There's lots of stuff we could talk about. Once again, you can hear me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. You could read my blog, childhoodtelevision.blogspot.com. Rest in peace, uh, Frank Bonner. Uh, we're going to miss you, but please, sir, thank you for giving us the character of Herb Tarlick. And I'm Tony Figueroa. Stay tuned. <laughs>